and welcome to the Alternative Twats podcast. So called because <laughs> <laughs> we're alternative. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I tell so you know how we said that joke's never gonna get old. Yeah. It's like it's not, but every time it's that little bit less funny. It like, is, like it just, is. It's, soon we're gonna be like, "Cause we're alternative," and uh, 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 and what? <laughs> where, where was this joke going? My uh, name's alternative, and what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that other laugh you can hear in the room is our good friend Daniel Alistair. Hello. Thank oh you. well, your good friend. Um, who is here today as our official sports correspondent. (laughs) My uh, sports uh, journalism career has been relaunched. (laughs) Because it's it's, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, and me and Dan are very excited about that. I have been reading a lot about this, about reading a lot about how superb this owl is. (laughs) That's a spelling joke for you, lads. Spelling and yeast. (laughs) That's what we give you on this podcast. Um, but yes, uh, me and Dan are going to a big Super Bowl party in London, yeah. and we're very excited, and Ben doesn't know a thing about American football. I don't. I choose to take the sack. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. So was I. Um, so Dan's here to help me educate Ben on the sport of American football, as it's Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. and me and Ben are going to educate Dan on beers, because... Dan just drinks like Fosters. Fosters. <laughs> so, just all the well, they Fosters and strawberry dark beers, fruit. Yeah, just like normal lagers essentially. Yeah, because like, they all pretty much taste the same, don't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. Fosters is kind of actual piss in a can, but they're like sort of like separated though, aren't they? Like you have like Fosters, Carlsberg, Carlin, and then Stella, Peroni, mm. and then but obviously what you guys drink is a bit more flavoursome. Yes, it is. certainly yeah. distinctive. Yeah. So. With and it, I, that's all down to the yeast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to so, talk about yeast. So, with, with that, let's let's go on going. Let, let's let's crack one open. I was, was going to say crack one off. And right, so, <laughs> that's not what we want to do. Yeah. So, as Ben is busy this evening and can't get drunk, we have some non-alcoholic beers for Ben. And so, the, I went into the beer shop, and the guy in there is really really nice. If you remember from the earlier podcast. Uh, he was the guy who recommended a load of beers that were really, really nice and told me not to buy the beer <laughs> that ended up being out. really horrible. <laughs> so I trust his judgment. So I went into the beer shops and Albans and I said, have you got any non-alcoholic beers? And he said, well, we've got one that's horrible and one that's okay. So I've got the Jever Fun non-alcoholic Pilsner and Paulina Hefe Wai Beer. Wai Beer. That, uh, how, how do you say that weird that, letter? That I can't remember how symbol, to say that. Yeah. It's like a weird B. That's an S, isn't it? It's Weiss beer. Yeah, it's something Weiss like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Weiss an S. Beer. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be two S's. Um, isn't it, would that not be like Weiss beer? Weiss beer. Yeah, it would be Weiss W with a B of E. Yeah, so so basically he said the, the Weiss beer is, is okay and the Javert is horrible. And so I said, you know what? You're making it sound so bad that I need to try it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm drinking non-alcoholic beers tonight. But... I think we should probably try a little bit of them. Yeah, you can. As well. You can have a cheeky you, sip. Can you have like a little sip of some of the others? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. need to not get drunk. Okay, cool. Um, so, what should we go with first? Should we do a non-alcoholic one first? Well, I'm. Yeah. Should we set I'm, the bar low and go with the awful one? First? Yeah, let's yeah. go with the awful one and see how <sighs> see how bad <laughs> Javert fun is. As long as it's fun, then it is. <laughs> it does have the word fun on the label. And I tell you what, if there's one thing you need to know, know about me, ladies and gentlemen, I love fun. <laughs> That's it's, one thing that separates me from a lot of other people. 
You don't okay. like fun. This smells like um my personalized some glass. narcotics. Oh my word. Yeah, this is it I do not like this. <laughs> so what you're doing now, Dan, is you're, you're taking it on the nose. <laughs> so I'm Oh, getting, that smells horrific. I'm getting notes of sadness. Head. <laughs> and oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Right, I'm going to go for a sip. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> that's Maybe that's from drinking <laughs> Foster's all the time. I, say, I don't think it's like that a... bad. Yeah, I think that's... It just, it tastes empty. No, mm. that tastes like when I leave a Carlsberg can for, for ages and it gets warm. Ooh. Yeah, that's mm. actually what that tastes like. Which it is tastes, it's like, right. you know, like decaf coffee just tastes kind of empty. Mm. Like, it tastes like coffee, but it's... It's it's just. It feels half-hearted. Yeah, and that's what this feels like. I think my standards are quite low in fairness, but um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was alright. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, if if you can drink it, then drink it, or do you want to pour it into my glass and then you can actually have a nice beer? Oh, we could get onto. Yeah, that's not a bad. Show. I'll have a little bit. I'll probably just finish this actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you can have the, you can have the rest of that. So that, at least today, I know that we're not going to be spilling beer all over my bed because. We we're are in, in, we're in the living room. room. <laughs> so, right, should we go for this one? Yeah, go for the Al- Anchor Porter. Anchor Porter. Brewed in San Francisco. Does it have a little thing to read? San Francisco's most famous Anchor Porter brand is. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me start again. San Francisco's famous Anchor Porter brand is uh, made in one of the smallest and most traditional breweries in the world by brewers of Anchor Steam Beer. Our old fashioned porter is virtually handmade. Virtually handmade? So it's not handmade. <laughs> <laughs> um, with an exceptional respect for the ancient art of brewing. We use 100% malted barley, generous amounts of fresh whole hops, entirely natural. Oh, fucking hell, this goes on for ages. I'm not reading this whole thing. Something about San Francisco since 1972, blah, 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 wholly superior in every aspect. Beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> and it's beer. I really like the phrasing of it's one of the oldest and one of the most traditional. Because being more traditional than someone else, is that's a weird concept to measure. So um, just having traditions, <laughs> the, 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 fa- the picture... It's the colour of, of, of Dan's face as he's looking at this... You ready? This porter. I'm ready. It's coming out, it's looking treacly. I'm Treating sure I've my drunk something that looks like that when I've had a cough or something. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't overdo it in case you don't like it. Um, and there's still some in here. Oh, so I've got some. So I smell it before you. I'll take it. <laughs> take, take, take it on the nose. It's Ooh, um, it's quite coffee. Yeah. Are you getting coffee nose? I'm down? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've not got a great nose if I'm honest. But <laughs> <laughs> cute as a button. <laughs> it's very um rich. Oh, that is very rich. It's nice though. That is like a, like a coffee cake or yeah, something. Yeah, it's not bad actually. It is. So I, I, because I'm not a big fan of the really dark, really dark stuff, mm. as we've learned with that lava one and that other one we had recently, <laughs> I think. But uh, this is actually quite nice. I quite like this one. Shout out to Riverdale. I have a dark side too, you know. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I went to say something and I had a mouthful of beer. <laughs> I keep seeing uh, a clip from Riverdale of the guy called, played by Cole Sprouse. Mm. And he's just like, I'm weird. Uh, you, everyone says I'm weird. Like, I'm just, I'm really different. I'm really weird. And like, oh, do you know the bit I mean? Yeah. 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 It's really funny. I have not, that was completely not doing it justice. But. <laughs> There's a, um, a bit in it where he, 
Jughead is being interviewed and he says, so son, have you ever been bullied at school? And he says, my name's Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> have I ever been bullied at school? Right. Before we move on to Super Bowl things and American football things. Fantastic Owls. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what have you both been listening to this week? I've been listening to The White Horse, uh, which is a Agatha Christie modern retelling of a radio play on Radio 4. Why are you pulling that face? <laughs> just, I was just expecting like it to be like an album or a band, and then it's like <laughs> a modern retelling of another Agatha Christie story on Radio 4. <laughs> which is, it's so good. It's so, so good. And it's like... That whole thing about, like, oh, maybe it's witchcraft, maybe it's witchcraft, and then the twist at the end is just so good. I, was, I thought you were about to give away the twist yeah. at the end, and I was like, Jesus, <laughs> no, listen spoilers. to it, listen to it. If it wasn't any good, I would tell you that it was the butler that did it. But... <laughs> right, okay. Dan? Um, Childish Gambino. Yes. His uh, 2011 uh, re-release EP. Um, mm-hmm. It's great, actually. He's got a couple of songs that are called on... EP. It's called EP as well, which, you know, helps. At what point in, in his life do you reckon he becomes a mature Gambino? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's retiring the childish Gambino. Yeah, that Monaco, Monaco at least, anyway. So, yeah. so. so uh, soon. <laughs> After the next album. <laughs> so we'll go under Donald Glover, or maybe he'll come up with something else. Okay. Yeah. I think I, yeah, either he's going to come up with something else completely, or he'll start doing stuff under Donald Glover. Or I isn't think, Donald but... Glover, like, the actor? Yeah, yeah. That's well, him. that's him. Like, yeah. yeah. But people freaked out because, like, oh, Childish Gambino is retiring, but it's just yeah. He said the, he the Monaco. He did right. a show at like a big gala thing last year, and he was like, at the end. It was like the only show he'd done in ages, and at the end he went, "I'll see you all for the last Childish Gambino album," and everyone was like, "What?" It's a bit misleading. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, in interviews and stuff, he said that he feels that everything should have an ending, and he likes endings, and he doesn't like sort of dragging things out even if it's good um that is an odd perspective i hope he's all right everything needs an end <laughs> but uh yeah so hopefully he'll still continue to release music but, and that's uh, why i am building a death ray <laughs> in my basement and the end of the world will come i replace the tractor beam on the moon <laughs> to pull the moon into the earth <laughs> that's, sorry that just to cut away to, uh, kind of on what I was just saying. Someone was saying the other day that, uh, oh, I saw like a meme the other day, and it was comparing Hank Scorpio from The Simpsons. Right? Have you ever seen that episode of The Simpsons? No. Nope. Dan, you have, right? Oh, I have, but I don't remember it. The one where he's like, he got Homer, they move away to a new place to work for this new guy uh, called Hank Scorpio, and then it turns out he's like a supervillain, essentially. Okay. But he's like a really nice guy. But everyone, like, I was seeing a thing and it was comparing him to Elon Musk. And, <laughs> and how, like, yes, if like, Elon so Musk was actually, like, a, a villain, essentially, then he could do a lot of damage. Elon, Elon Musk could really do, like, the world some serious harm if he wanted to. But I, I thought that was really interesting. Because it, he's it making flamethrowers now? So, yeah, they've, they, he owns this other company called The Boring Company. And they just released f- flamethrowers. For five hundred dollars, which I—it's not a good idea, is it? <laughs> well, they—they're—they're um, they're like legally, uh, so you—you're not allowed to own a flamethrower, like a, you know, specially specifically made flamethrower, mm. because of. But if it has like what, less what? than a length. It depends on how far the flames can be thrown, I suppose. Because <laughs> um, if it's under a certain length, then that's fine. Mm. So the, the boring company flamethrowers only go 
so far. But it's uh... but it's still a flamethrower. Like <laughs> it, it's not it's not like someone's freaking out over those things that you used to burn the sugar on the top of a creme brulee, is it? Like, it's Look a, a flamethrower. <laughs> Um, have you been listening to anything else? Just Charles Campina? I think it has been uh, just Charles Campina this week. Yeah, it's been, I think Justin Timberlake, who is um, performing on the halftime show for the Super Bowl, has just brought out a new album. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, a new album? But a new album, oh, yeah. Right, okay. So I'm going to come on to that hopefully, but I've, I've been listening to Campino. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I, like, I do quite like Justin Timberlake. So. I, um, I had the delight of going to see the Rat Pack um, in the West End. Oh, that, I've seen the posters for it. Which um, was was interesting. I thought that it was a play about the Rat Pack right. that included some of the Rat Pack songs, but it was basically a tribute act to them, which was like it was it was enjoyable, but it was not what I was expecting. Mm. Um, and so then, because I didn't know anything about the Rat Pack, um, but like Sammy Davis Jr. is so annoying <laughs> and then and then i was like talking to people about it afterwards and they were like oh no that that's just him he was just really really annoying <laughs> but there are there are some fantastic lines in that including you know it was a woman who first drove me to drink i never thanked her for that <laughs> um what have i been listening to a lot is the answer but hang on let's have a look on my music oh uh don broco's new album came out on friday Sorry, um, and that's fantastic, like really, really good. Yeah, the Childish Gambino EP and just other Childish Gambino. I just as well. need to interrupt you just to say how horrible this beer still still <laughs> remains. See, we're kind of interested in joining this porter. It's kind of do you want a little sip. Yeah, I need something to wash it down with. You know, <laughs> um, I found a song called "Something to Remember Me By" by the Horrors. I was in a bathroom. I love the Horrors. Yeah, I was in a bathroom in the library. And uh, it was a song, and I was like, that's good. So I I don't use Shazam, I use uh, Soundhound, I think it's called. Uh, and I got that out and just sort of did that, and so I've now been listening to that. That's really good. Tame Impala, um, I've really got into over the last couple of weeks. I heard The Less I Know The Better, and the bass line on that it is, so is good. incredible. And I've just been listening to all of them. Um, Kanye West's Life of Pablo album, that is brilliant. Uh, and I haven't listened to it in a while. And Buffalo Stance by uh, Nina Cherry. Which... I said Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's just, yeah, Buffalo Stance by Nina Cherry. It's just, one of, like, it, it's just such a cool song. I mean, it's very 80s. But uh, okay. it's good. It came out in 1989, so. Um, so it's not, almost not 80s. Almost not, it's not, almost 90s. Um, and Playing Pale Waves. Dangerously. I love, love some Pale Waves as Me well. Me too. And they released a new song on Wednesday called The Tide, and it is fantastic. I think it might be their best song yet. Is it a tribute to eating Tide Pods? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because I still just they, don't get that meme. Like, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Oh, the, forbidden. the Forbidden Snack. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Because, like, let's, let's be honest. So we have, in, in, in this country, we don't have Tide Pods. We have, like, bold two-in-one or something. Yeah. yeah. And they're the same thing. And they all, they they do look really... They look really tasty. They look yummy. And I, I think that they look nicer in England as well, because they're, they're different colours. Mm, they're, like, we got, like, purple with some, like, mm. white and stuff like that. And it's Cause as well, snack. Because as well, I think Americans are spoiled because they get all of those, like, nice, incredibly unhealthy sweets all the time. Yeah. Whereas we get, like... 
half a Snickers uh, <laughs> that we have to share between all of our little urchin friends. So we don't actually have as many nice sweets. So I think that that would make the the Tide Pod taste even better. <laughs> well, they um, there's a place that started doing Tide Pod donuts um, and just like make doing them the, the same colour as Tide Pods and stuff like that and making them actually look like them. Which is a good, like, that's an incredible marketing thing right yeah. there, I think. Are people actually eating them, or is it just like a no, joke that they're going no. to eat them? Because I feel no. like, it's tight Tide, I take, is the company yeah. of the bold. Yeah. I, f- I feel like they might be, like, panicking a little bit at the moment. Yeah, they, they, they are. On, yeah, they really on are. Twitter, they're yeah. like, never, ever put them <laughs> anywhere near your mouth. Yeah, ever. like, for example, it, tying in with the American football thing, Yeah. Rob Gronkowski, who plays the... Uh, New England Patriots, <laughs> um, uh, who are playing in the Super Bowl tonight. He they he did a video for Tide, and they're just like Gronk. Should you ever put a Tide pod in your mouth? And he's just like, no, 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 no. And it's just like, yeah. They... I hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it could be performance enhancing, like like doing a cleanse, but just cleansing, cleansing with it soap. with soap, <laughs> washing detergent. Oh, um, yeah, Tide pods. That's a weird. Thing. So, I, how do we get there? Oh, the tide by Pale. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, have you been listening to any actual music this week, or just Radio Four shows? <laughs> I, I've been listening to a lot of Radio Four. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of podcasts this week. Oh, that's the thing. I want to give a big shout out to the Bunny Ears podcast, which is Macaulay Culkin's new podcast, uh, and it's absolutely fantastic. They've got like four episodes out at the moment, and uh, it reminds me of this podcast a lot. It's just Macaulay Culkin and uh, Matt Cohen, his friend, uh, who was also very much in, the, in within the industry, in like the film industry and stuff. Um, and they just they just chat and shit a lot, and they talk yeah. about like wrestling and just like Ooh. a bunch of <laughs> yeah yeah you'd like it like <laughs> love me some oiled men. <laughs> and Macaulay Culkin is hilarious. He's thirty seven now. Which wow. is quite mad. He but... actually appeared at an independent wrestling show a couple of months ago. That's they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, like it's like really like it was like hundred people in the crowd, and he just he just came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's the thing because cool, so... like they both of them are really into wrestling. Yeah, um, and they were talking about that on the is, podcast. Is that like the sequel to Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and um, the Smodcast, which is Kevin Smith's podcast, um, had he had Macaulay Culkin and Matt Cohen on his. And they did it in two parts. So part one is on Smodcast, which is Kevin Smith's podcast. And then part two was on Bunny Ears. So it was like two parts of a, the same thing, but across each of their um, podcasts. But Macaulay Culkin's doing a lot of stuff at the moment. And it's, I think it's because they're trying to like put, you know, promote this podcast. And he's mm. sort of letting himself come back out into the public eye kind of thing. And he's not dead because I, I was convinced he was dead because there was this massive hoax. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Just people just like you know these get these like death hoaxes sometimes, mm-hmm. and everyone was just like, "Oh, oh yeah, Culkin's dead," and I was like, "Okay, yeah. like that's sad," and then he's he's not. So yeah. <laughs> I really really enjoy seeing celebrities tweet like, "I'm not dead." Has <laughs> <laughs> Avril Lavigne um, addressed that? that <laughs> 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 I am not Becky or whatever. Anyway. No, that was a Taylor Swift thing, wasn't it? Anyway, um, but yeah, the Bunny Ears podcast, big recommendation for that, um, and I think you know. As, as we've given them a shout out on our podcast, they, they, they have to. They should. <laughs> they would be rude not to, wouldn't it? I, so I, I preface that with you told me to listen to it and you said this is really, really good. I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> but 
no one, no one who listens to this podcast is going to get this joke because they listen to this podcast. But so many people said, "Oh yeah, yeah, I just haven't got round to listening to it." <laughs> yeah, so I now empathise yeah. with a lot of people <laughs> who say, "Yeah, I haven't listened to your podcast because I haven't listened to Macaulay Culkins." I find a lot of times like people apologise for not having listened to our podcast. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, we like you know we do this podcast," and they're like. Oh, I, I'm planning on listening to it at some point. Like, I just haven't listened to it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, no obligation. That's, that's okay, you know. Like, <laughs> there's, there's very few other mediums uh, that it works like that. Like, imagine, imagine if we were bakers and like we we just met up like every other week and cooked a cake. And then every, people were like, I'm really sorry, I haven't tried your icing yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's okay. But yeah, um, again. We always appreciate all the support that we've had and yeah. all the support that we get. And it's amazing. And I am on a two-day oh, hangover right now. You are on a two-day hangover. But before you say go that, go shout out to Chris Flatch. So Chris Flatch. Uh, oh, is that? Yeah, you texted me about that. Yeah, yeah, I was really, really drunk at the at my old student union. And I just sort of blearily asked for a, um, a pint of water, I think. And then a saviour, an angel, comes towards me. And it's my good friend, Chris Flash. <laughs> and he says, I love the Alternative Twats podcast. And I lose my shit. <laughs> I lose my shit. I'm texting Brian. I'm like, Brian, <laughs> Brian, Chris Flash listens to us. And he's like, oh, wow, is he like a celebrity? Yeah, I, was like, like, I was like, oh, cool. Who's, who's Chris Flash? Is he like one of your idols? And he's like, he's just my mate. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we like... We haven't even spoken in a couple of years because he went to Italy when I went to Canada. I went to Canada, by the way. Did you go to Canada? I went to Canada. <laughs> so I just think it's it's really cool how like I don't know people appreciate us, and I appreciate that other people appreciate us. Yes. Okay. And also, I what I think is shit is that Dan didn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So two day hangover, mm. and now we're drinking still. On this podcast, and we're going to go to this Super Bowl thing. And we go again. We're going to go again. <laughs> exactly the, the same. same. Oh. We do not let this slip. Do not, please do not. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> I know he's a long time listener. <laughs> hey, I really like the alternative twats. That was the worst Liverpudlian accent right. ever. It was... Oh, was it? Was it? Was it? Do you want me to look after your car, Mister? <laughs> it's got to be a bit more like your like this. You like, yeah, I was going to say you <laughs> got yeah, a... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, right, should we crack open another beer? Let's do oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, g- yeah drink, drink up. Should we go for this? This. Yeah, go for... So this is a festive one, and it isn't really a festive period. Santa goes down under. So I think it's an Aussie, Aussie it beer. It is. 7.5%. It's a ghost down under. Goes, yeah, but I think... Just, you say, yeah, but... I don't know. I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got... Um, it's interesting that you pointed out the spelling of that, Dan, because me if you don't know about me and Dan, we both were in the same English class we for A level. Yeah. And um what did you get at your A Le- as your A level result at the end? Uh a D I think in the end. Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. You, did you think I got higher? I thought you got higher than me without reading no, the book. No, no, that was it. That was AS. Oh, in AS. So what so, did you get for AS? So AS, I think we both got a C in the exam. Mm. But I got a higher mark than you without reading the book. That's the, that's the fun story, I think. Yeah, yeah. So which, was it? Was which it, was is it very road? impressing. It was the road. Why do we know? By Cormac McCarthy, McCarthy. which that's is just, yeah <clears throat> the most depressing book. Which is why I love it so much. See, I'm very lucky that I never had to study that book because I love that book, and I think if I just studied it, I might have hated it. Oh, I don't think I needed to read all of it. 
grey. It's grey. It's very grey. He he reaches points like you couldn't parody him because he's already a parody of himself. Mm. There was a grey man on a grey street with a grey hat, (laughs) and his outlook was grey. Was grey (laughs) as the grey ash fell from the grey sky onto the grey road ahead of us. Yeah, it's a great book though. I think, and its use of punctuation is very interesting and uh, well done. I think. Because there is no punctuation apart from like full stops, and that's it. Yeah. Which I don't. I just think it's which great. Which mirrors the collapse of society. Exactly. Which is why it's so good. I'm yeah, I'm a big fan of that book. So we're just gonna take Santa goes down under on the nose. Oh. Smoky. I, yeah, really smoky. But I'm also trying to do it out of like the the, the neck of the bottle. Okay. Yeah. That's that's got some more. It's almost like berryish, berryish nuts, like winter berries. Mm, mm. Ooh, I quite like that one. That is nice. It's a bit fruity. Yeah. Fruity and smoky. Mm. Which yeah. are, don't you don't usually get both, so I Froaky. like Smoothie? <laughs> Smoothie. Um oh also another band I've been listening to, Pup, um, who I actually saw last night at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. Which was completely fantastic. We didn't we thought we had standing tickets, turned out we didn't. We had balcony oh, no. tickets and I was like Kind of heartbroken at first, but we got a super good spot, like right on the corner of the balcony, we, where we could stand, and it was like as close to the stage as we could have possibly got on the on the balcony. And we managed to stand, so I was still like kind of going nuts. But I was watching like the mosh pit and stuff, and I was like, mm, I wish I wasn't that. But FOMO. It was they. They were just fantastic. Um, and what sort of stuff did pup do? It's like they're Canadian. It's like punk, Canadian punk essentially. Canadian punk. And did that. They're fantastic. They have a song called "Sleep in the Heat." Um, which is about uh, the singer's pet chameleon dying. Oh. And it's really sad. But, I mean, it's very, like, upbeat and a lot of energy <laughs> to it, but the lyrics, like... Yeah. He says, like, Because uh, you could listen to it, and you're like, oh, he's talking about someone else or something. Like, a person. Mm. But, you know, he talks about, like, going back to his apartment, and he's thought he was asleep but it wasn't waking up and it was just like it's just, just, just but it's so high energy that it's like it's just fantastic it sounds like a uh, a menagerie of emotions it is and the music video for it has uh finn wolfhard from um stranger things in it oh i like him yeah and in an interview he's done two music videos for pup because there was a song on their first album called guilt trip Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was in the music video for that. And this music video for Sleep in the Heat, they did as like a follow-on of the story in that music video. So it's like a second part. And that second music video was after Stranger Things. So the first one was pre-Stranger Things, the second one was after. But in, in an interview recently, uh, Finn Wolfhard said that um, he'd be nothing without those pop videos. And I was just like, it gets me, man. <laughs> but the second video like is really heartbreaking. It's a like, they he gets a dog... And oh, the, no, nothing uh, with animals, please. It, it, oh, it's it's heartbreaking, but it's a fantastic video. So, would recommend definitely. Um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance to see Pup, like just phenomenal, like so good live, so mm. good. I saw him in Trafalgar Square on Canada Day last year, and uh, there was like mosh pits and crowd surfing in Trafalgar Square, which was that sounds really surreal experience. Good. It was really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, what have you two been watching? I've week? so I'm coming fresh, fresh from watching the series finale of The Good Place. Oh. 
What a show. And it's just so good. It's so good. So, Dan, you've just started watching I the just good started place, it. I watched, I told you the other day, I watched the first episode and on the train yesterday, I watched uh, the next, the following three. Mm-hmm. So I'm really enjoying it, yeah. I love Ted Danson so much. He's, He's amazing. so good. So good. And, um, I mean, it was Chris, Kristen Bell. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. And the other ones, I don't really know the other actors and actresses. I don't know that one. Um, they are great as well. Um, J- Jamala Jamil? I think. Yeah. Who plays Tahani? Yeah, I, I feel like I've seen her she's, in lots and lots not, of things. Is she an actress? Because I, she's, she was on like um, some Channel Four like show presenting it. Oh really? Yeah, right. she's like, I'm pretty sure she's a TV presenter. Because I, I did Google her afterwards, um, and I don't think she's actually been in much in terms of sort of acting, and she's actually really good in it. So she is really good. Um, in it. She is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. She's really funny. Um, everyone in, and the, the woman that plays Janet, I really. Oh, love she's well. Janet yeah. is fantastic. Um, but just the whole show is fantastic, and honestly, like, because where we're at, like, it's yeah, just far. you're so far behind, and it's think, you've got so much exciting stuff to come. I think the thing that's so incredible is that it changes. Series one is entirely different to series two. Series two is entirely different to series three, and I imagine that series three is going to be entirely different. To series I four. think yeah, by the ending of series two, you can say see it, the direction that it's going to go in, and it's going to be a whole different thing again. But yeah. it's like. It's fantastic. And the end of series one is like some of the most mind-blowing, amazing sitcom TV that you'll ever see. It's, it's a, it's a, sh- like a Shutter Island type. <gasps> You're like, oh my God. Like, cause that's the thing is, it's so, it's, it's a funny sitcom show, but it's so clever and so. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I've saw the demand that it needs to make me laugh, mm. but with that, with many shows, but with that one, it, it just is such a clever concept yeah. and a, an original concept as well. That like if I'm not in stitches, I don't care because it's just, it's good anyway. That's so, it, yeah. Um, apparently, Adam is Adam, Adam Scott's in it. Adam Scott point. is in it at some point. And I'm quite. I, I don't know. I don't you, know how I had that spoiled for me, but um, I'm quite excited for that. That's not far away. Okay. That's your you're nearly there actually. I think with that. I've just seen the one where um, and when that's, it's not really a spoiler when he, when okay. he throws the Molotov cocktail and shouts balls. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I get now, being a you know an NFL fan, I yeah. get these references in American television shows, the um, the American football references. Yeah, so they keep name funny. dropping. They name drop Blake Bortles so much in that because yeah, so <laughs> he's a Jaguars, <laughs> Jaguars fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of good stuff to come. That uh, I, I started watching Peep Show properly recently i've never really so properly good. watched it but I, I was i was sitting there watching it the other day and uh i had to um I, I just kept sending my friend all these quotes because i was just cracking up like uh my loins are like dry buckwheat <laughs> <laughs> and uh who needs love if when you're doing it up the bum <laughs> and, you can't imagine your mum having sex with a black man. That's pretty racist, Jeremy. <laughs> but the best one for me was, I'll tell you what, that crack is really Moorish. <laughs> it just really killed me. Um, yeah, I, Peep I Show, think, I'm loving it. Well, it's, Peep Show is something that should be taught in schools to teach why Shakespeare was so good. <laughs> because there is so many monologues and talking directly to the audience in that. that mm. it, Makes you understand what Shakespeare's on about <laughs> when it, with all of his sol- soliloquies and monologues. That's a really interesting take on it, actually. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm in series... I, I feel like the first series of Peep Show wasn't that great. Like, now that I'm on to series two, I'm really, like, cracking I, up every time. Yeah, I feel like you, you need to... It takes a while for you to get into, like, who the characters are yeah. and things like that. And that's, I think that's true for a lot of shows. You know, like, Parks and Rec is one of my favourite shows of all time. That first series, I didn't get into it. 
I couldn't get into that first series very much. I just sort of persisted. And then as soon as it got into series two, I was like, whoa, this show is great. Like, mm. it's really funny. Um, but now I watch series one and I enjoy it. And I think it is good now. But it, and when on the first watch, I was kind of like, meh. Because it's seven episodes, Parks and Rec, the first season, isn't six. it? And, oh, six episodes. Yeah. And whereas the other ones are like, you know, 20. Yeah. And I was sort of like, can I skip it? And, <laughs> and I, think I, I think I was going to. And then I went back and watched it and was glad I did because there's sort of key. There's key story, story things. Story bits, like yeah. the whole thing with the, the park and the pit or whatever. That, and, and, that. and Andy as, uh, yeah. as well. Because yeah. I, I was, all of a sudden I was like, you know. I am as lost as you are, audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, The Good Place is written by Michael Schur, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm. But like, he who wrote Parks and Rec and the US Office and stuff like that. He also played Moe's in the US Office, if you've uh, uh, seen it. I thought you were going to say Moe's from Ned's Declassified School. From <laughs> oh my fantastic gosh. Fantastic show. What, what a show. show. What a show. I've just, um, I've just finished um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as well. Uh, three I'm, seasons of that. It's I've so good. I've started catching up with that because I got onto series two and then I just sort of stopped. Um, but recently again, because you were saying about it and it kind of made me go, oh yeah, I really like that. It so really, why did I stop? So really I've started is. watching that again because I'm a big um, Tina Fey fan. Oh, I was a massive 30 Rock fan, which obviously has Tina yeah. Fey in it. It's written by Tina Fey and... Um, also named Jane Krakowski as well, yeah. um, who, who's, who's in it. So there's a lot of 30 Rock um, cameos yeah. in there, which I'm really happy about. So yeah, yeah it's really good. I'm just uh, worried about sediment on this one. So. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Peep, Peep Show has just been, just been so fun to <laughs> to be watching. Um, I said about Fargo last time, didn't I? I've been watching that. I've never seen the Peep Show, but I found myself on like a Facebook page with like you know the quotes and yeah. and mm. I was just laughing my head off, and I was like, why don't I actually watch the sh- watch the show? And I really, <laughs> really find it quite funny. I think yeah, I think you'd really <laughs> yeah. like it. Yeah, um, just good British comedy. Mm. And, and it, I, I I love the thing about like British comedy because in, in American comedy the guy always gets the girl, mm. and in British comedy it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> or he gets her and then says something. So stupid yeah. and like inconsiderate. Um, oh god! Is, is, have you? I don't know if you've seen the bit where um, he's like, "Oh, Jeremy, did you buy a turkey for Christmas?" <laughs> I've seen that. And he's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, you wanted me to buy a turkey?" Yes, Jeremy. That was the one thing that I asked you to do. <laughs> You're so inconsiderate. You're a fucking bastard. You never do this. You never show any responsibility. This is typical of you. you this is why fuckhead. you fucking fucking. <laughs> and he's like, "It was a joke." It Christmas was a joke. Christmas joke. <laughs> I do have the turkey. It's organic. I researched it online. <laughs> it's going to be delicious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a show. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Oh, I st- I've started watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia again. Because um, So the Eagles, my team, are in the Super Bowl. And uh, they're from Philadelphia. And in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there was, there was an episode where uh, it's called The Gang Gets Invincible, and it's... What's that film? There's a film where they... I think it's the Eagles hold open tryouts for the public, and then one of these guys like makes it onto the actual mm. team. So the, the idea is, like in this episode, Eagles are actually doing that just to sort of shut people up because they keep going on about it. <laughs> and they, they all try out to be on the Eagles. And so I, I started watching that one for the, you know, because of the Super Bowl and stuff. And then I just sort of left it playing. And it just, uh, like, and these, these past two mornings, I've woken up hungover. And I'm just like, I always wake up really early and feel mm. awful. So I just, I just put it on and then end up falling back asleep. But 
Uh, if you haven't watched, have you watched that? I haven't. No, it's on my list. You really yeah. like you. Yeah, it's it is so really good. good. You suggested me a lot of shows, true, so yeah. I've got um, Arrested Development as well on the go at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say how really far through are you? Are you with half, that? I think about halfway through. I'm struggling with Arrested Development. I just can't get into it. Oh, I man. can't get into it. I. It's one of my favorite shows. I think ever. It's, yeah, it is good. I've. Just from the first, actually, the first episode got me, which is which is, doesn't always happen, yeah. as you said. Like the first season cannot get you, but it, it did with me. With the, when he takes the, with the uh, dove out of the um, out of the, <laughs> <laughs> out of the shop, and he puts it in his in his jacket, and he's like, "What's your dove return policy?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Will Arnett. Um, yeah. I've seen him in a couple of things before, and Jason Bateman's great as well. So yeah, I really yeah. Big is, is that so? I do remember. Is that the, the um, there's a bag in the fridge. Yeah. Dead dove, do not eat. Yeah, I, d- I don't know what I expected. <laughs> oh man, that show. Yeah, and they've uh, they've been filming season five recently, so that's very exciting. Have they? Because mm-hmm. it's so so it's, it's one. Where's the jump? So yeah, uh, it did. It had the seasons one to three on TV, and then got cancelled, and then Netflix bought it back in 2013, and that was they had a fourth season then, and the format was slightly different, um, but it was still good. It wasn't as good as the old series was, but it, it was still good. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so now 2018, I guess, we'll be getting season five. Oh, I didn't five know. Later. I watched it and I was like, Michael Cera looks so young. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like a baby. Yeah, it was 2003 when the first series started. Because so. the rest of them don't look, I mean, Portia de Rossi doesn't look that different. Jason, Ma- Jason ba- Bateman, Jason Bateman looks age. exactly the same. <laughs> and so, so. does, so does uh, Jeffrey Tambor and so does Will Arnett. And, uh, yeah, Will Arnett does look the same. So, yeah, I just, I'm sort of a bit stars. That's Michael Cera, are you okay? Like, <laughs> you look so much younger. <laughs> At what age is it unacceptable for Michael Cera to stop playing, like, teenage boys? Because <laughs> I think it's got to be gonna, soon. He's going to be about 45. <laughs> he's like, hey, I really want to ask Sarah about her. Uh, Geography homework. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think he's played a teenager in a while. He was in Molly's Game, which is a new film with uh, Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba, and apparently he's really good in it. He's, he's like a gambler or something. The mm. film's about gambling, I think. Um, and yeah, apparently he was really good in that. And he was in. Uh, he's, he makes a few like cameo appearances every now and then. And have you ever seen This Is the End? The I comic film. No. Is that the one with like? Loads Everyone. of celebrities. In yeah, it. yeah I really like, wanted to see that, and I never did. It was really good. So Michael Sarah's in that, and every everyone's playing themselves. Yeah. Um, and Michael Sarah is like, <laughs> he's on like a whole bunch of cocaine, and he's just like off his nut, and he like slaps Rihanna on the ass, and Rihanna just like decks him. Apparently, <laughs> and apparently, I don't know how much truth there is to it, but I saw that apparently he asked if he could actually like smack her on the ass, and yeah. she said. If I can actually smack you in the face, and they did it, <laughs> and they did it. Apparently, yeah. Oh, that that, uh, that makes me happy from a like acting craft point of yeah, view. Yeah. Also, that Michael Sarah's touch around his ass is now a thing that is in my head, and with permission as well, which is always good. Yes, <laughs> the most important thing. Arguably. The only important. <laughs> yeah, um, right, I think it's time for. So, yeah, I know fuck all about American football. I know that it looks a little bit like rugby and that men wear helmets, but that's about it. Yes. Okay, so there's. So uh, I've, I've watched you two tr- try or succeed in playing Madden. Mm. And always succeed. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't always Not succeed. Not against you, I don't, no. <laughs> that's, the, that's my one sports game that I'm really good at. 
com- comparatively. So, like, I will never beat you at FIFA, I don't think. And even <laughs> even NHL now, I'm like, I'm pretty behind on that. So I, I need I'll to get you on that one. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> we will never know who's We'll back. never know. <laughs> so one of the things that really, really pissed off Dan <laughs> is that we were playing FIFA and I was 5-0 down and we the cab was outside so we just had to turn it off and we would have never we will never know there was about 10 in game minutes left <laughs> we will never know how that game would have finished <laughs> i'm i'm generally a little bit bitter about it <laughs> we could have got six goals i guess okay so american football american american football, football. so the so there's 100 yards 100 yards so it's how how that's bigger than 100 metres, right? No, no, it's less. Less than 100 metres. So That's tiny. How many yards in a metre? Like three? Some. <laughs> Some, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, 100 yards on the field and you have to get it 10 yards uh, each time. So, uh, it's it's difficult. Um, yeah, so you get, four cha- you get four chances to get the ball 10 yards ahead. Yeah. And if you get it 10 yards ahead, then you get another four chances. So they'll say first down, uh, second down, third down, fourth down, right? Mm-hmm. So that's each chance you get to move the ball forward 10 yards. And the uh, the ultimate goal is to get the ball into the end zone, which is just literally like each end the of the end. field. Yeah. The end, yeah. Um, so, because they always have those like those rugby posts. Yeah, that, right. yeah. That's... But what are they for? Are you supposed to like kick the ball between so, those? Yeah. So if yeah. you get a touchdown, you yeah. that's six points, and then you get a point after try, which is you get the chance to kick the ball through the. Which is like conversions rights. in rugby. I don't know rugby, yeah. so. <laughs> but yeah. You have the option of doing a two-point conversion, whereas you sort of line up. I don't know how far back you line up at, but you can try yeah. and throw it or run it into the end zone again for two points, or. You can just not be an idiot and just kick it into yeah. the post because that's going to so be no. Point. No one ever does the trying to get it. Only if, only you if they need, need it. it. If it's right near the end and they need Such it. Such as the Super Bowl last year, and the Patriots oh. were twenty-eight to three down. They had three, and there was uh, three minutes left in the third quarter. So that each game is four quarters of fifteen minutes, mm. and the Patriots. It was the like the greatest comeback. In Super Bowl history, really wasn't it? Like just the greatest. I think it was the greatest Super Bowl ever. I know I've only watched three, but yeah. I although I saw agreed. a thing on the NFL Twitter the other day, and they ranked every all fifty-one Super Bowls and said that that was number three, apparently. Okay. So um, I don't know who's ranking them though, but um, and <laughs> <Super>. so <laughs> they the Patriots had to do two-point conversions twice, and they pulled it off, <laughs> and just, it was insane. I'm really like it. We, we don't like the Patriots. No, they're like um, the old the, Manchester United. The, the Manchester United under Alex Ferguson, you know, right. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. everything. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's who they are, and no one liked them. Like, like no one wanted Man United to win unless you were a Man United fan. No yeah. one really rooted for them. It's the same thing. So, so riddle me this, right? Because I know that they have a gro- they have a draft system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you like you? It's like basically when you were in school and you had to like separate all of the good kids, and then you had, people had to sh- pick the shit ones afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. So, how how is the Patriots good every single year if every year you have to change teams? You don't change teams. Okay. It's a matter of the rookies that are coming up from college football. Uh, so, that's like the draft system. So, the best team uh, each year. So, like, the, so the Patriots, for example, last year mm. um, had the 
last draft pick. Yeah. Because they did the best that season. The, the worst team gets the best because they so really because they need the better players. Yeah. And really, those teams like the Cleveland Browns, for example, <laughs> should improve. <laughs> they're like they, they should improve, obviously, because they get mm. the best the best best rookie, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and or they get the chance to have the best. Yeah, rookie exactly. Anyway. And they they don't. It doesn't really doesn't always really work. Yeah. So, um, you know. Like it's a fair way of doing it. It is, yeah, and it works quite well. But you know, the New England I, Patriots, because you can buy, you can trade and buy players as well. You, it's not solely on the draft. Um, like Legarrette Blount, who's one of oh, I think it's pronounced Blunt, isn't it? But anyway, he plays for the Eagles, mm. but he used to play for the New England Patriots. Like he was drafted to the Patriots, I think, if I am correct, um, and has ended up coming over to the Eagles. Which is going to be interesting in tonight's game because it's the Eagles versus the Patriots. Right, so it's yeah. controversial. So that is, uh... it's like when Van Persie went back to Arsenal. Mm. Van Persie, bloody yeah. hell, I haven't heard that name in a while. Oh, I thought you meant like when, like what? went back to no, Arsenal. No, no, no. So, yeah, so yeah, when yeah. he played for Man U, and he kissed the he kissed the Man United badge when he scored oh. against them. Absolute scum. <laughs> <laughs> That's just awful. That's One thing I really love about sports is just being horrible to someone else for no reason <laughs> it kind of is like it's really fun because everyone does it and you know that it's all it's okay. like in kind of good nature really isn't it yeah the um the greatest ever sort of player returning to his old club was Emmanuel Adebayor he moved to City and they played against Arsenal where he'd come from he scored at this end he ran the entire pitch <laughs> and slid in front of the Arsenal fans <laughs> literally just YouTube it they're throwing bottles at him eyes <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic <laughs> They didn't wrong him in any way, actually. Yeah. I don't know what the sort of um, <laughs> the vendetta was, but it was so great. He, the fact that he ran the entire level. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, that, surely, at that point, like, you must just... The celebration's got to run out by that point. Like, you yeah. Be, like, it's, it's taking you, like, 30 seconds or whatever to yeah, run the length yeah, of the football, pitch. Football like, pitches are long... Yeah. What does annoy me? There's some players who could um, like just been in the youth system for like a couple of months, and then he'll play play against them, and then he'll be like, "Oh no!" Like putting his hands up. I'm really sorry, I yeah. scored again. <laughs> so it's a bit ridiculous at times. Yeah, because uh, I support Cambridge United, and whenever a Peterborough, like if anyone has ever like looked at the word Peterborough, we're like, "Boo!" <laughs> <laughs> so I I do I enjoy that aspect of sport. All sports. So, it, so do you have like rivals? So, do, do the Eagles yeah. have like a local rival? Yes. Yeah, so the Eagles, no, the Eagles local. Yeah, you'd think so, but they're not even in the same. Um, so Steelers are AFC and Eagles are NFC. So it's so. It's not always location based, is it? Rivalry. It's not. That's the thing. And but our, our sort of biggest rival is um, New York Giants, because Philadelphia and New York aren't that far away, realistically. But you'd think. Something like the New York Giants and the Buffalo Bills, or the New York Giants and the New York Jets, yeah. <laughs> for example, you know, teams that are actually in the same state. You know, you think they'd be bigger rivals, but yeah, um, yeah sometimes it doesn't form that way. You can't. I hate when um, Sky Sports try and like force these um, like oh, Brighton and Bournemouth are playing each other, and they're both by the sea, so they must hate each other. <laughs> what was it they call? They what they calling that like the the, the was like a seaside derby or something? Yeah, like that, like they cause... they really try and play on it, and, and it's and I think it was Southampton and Bournemouth um, being on the south coast. Yeah. They don't hate each other. They never have to play each other, so no, but they really like. Oh my god, it's gonna be such a dirty game. <laughs> so. Speaking of peep show, there's that Mitchell and Webb sketch where it's like. All the sport, all the time. Oh my the, god, I love that so much. The Goliaths of Burnley take on the, the sleeping giants of Oldham. <laughs> That's such a good sketch, because yeah, it's like uh, every time the football season starts again, 
like I see someone share that video, mm. just like football, football, football is back and it's never stopping ever. Football all the time now. <laughs> watch it, watch it, watch it now. <laughs> right, let's get another beer going. We've because um, speaking it's of slacking. football, we want to watch the Liverpool game that starts in twenty minutes. So, so Bruges Zot, it is called. It is a six percent, and it is a Belgian family brewer. So um. I'm guessing it's going to be quite wheaty. Mm. Oh, I've also seen two films out in the cinema since we last did a podcast. I well, these things. someone's doing well for himself. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I went to see um, The Darkest Hour. No, oh, sorry, just Darkest Hour, I think it's called. The um, Churchill one. Oh, yeah. Which was really good. Um, well, the film, I thought, um, so Joe Wright was the person that directed it. Um, and he directed stuff like Atonement and Pride and Prejudice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's a very good director. Like, Atonement is fab. And, um, but yeah, I felt like at points he was just being a bit show-offy with some of the directing choices. Like, sometimes it looked good because he was trying to do some cool things, but sometimes I was like, that was just a bit unnecessary, wasn't it? Like, well, like what was he? Like, some of the... Like, there was one, like, it's just some of the stuff, like, with the camera movements and, like, stylistic mm. things that he did in the film. But Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill was fantastic. And Liddy James was in it as well, who was, uh, if you've seen, have you seen Baby Driver? I've not seen Baby Driver. So, have you seen Baby Driver? I have not. You've never seen any films ever, so <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting you to say yes. <laughs> no. Um... She is like the love interest in Baby Driver, and I loved her in that. And I was suddenly like, "Oh, it's her." I don't know whether she's English or American now. She was American in Baby Driver, but she's English in Darkest Hours, so I just don't know what what was real. Um, so just just while we've got the beer, what are you getting on the that's nose? Weird. Some like mine vegetables. still smells of the shit beer that I had in it. So. <laughs> what what does it taste like? Hmm. A bit, um, it it has it's got that that fullness that sort of full bodied wheaty flavour that you get with the Belgian beers. Yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to just. He's not happy. It's not bad. Like it's not bad at all. I'm just uh, there's something weird. I can't put my finger on with it. And speaking of beers, yesterday we were at the Stevenage Beer and Cider Festival. Yeah. Which was fab. It was very good. We drank so much beer. We had a lot of oh, beer. Oh, gosh. I'm Which is a... why I'm hungover again today. Is, uh... So it was my dad's stag do, so shout out to my dad. Big shout out. Big shout out. His second shout out now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing well. Getting him every week. <laughs> <laughs> he comprises quite a large proportion of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so one of the things that happened uh, yesterday is I, th- I thought, stupidly, that they would make sure that the beer, that the number one beer, so they just had, each beer, I think it was alphabetically, was sorted. And I was like, oh, number yeah. one beer will <laughs> not be horrible. Oh, it God. will not be horrible. And it was like a barrel-aged Longhorn cider. Yeah. I don't like cider, as has been well documented on this podcast. Even I, d- I do like cider, and I thought it was awful. It but. tasted <laughs> so sour. It was like, just, I would rather be punched in the stomach... <laughs> than have to take a sip of that beer. And mm. and so I was sipping it, I was sipping it, I was saying, guys, guys, do you want to try it? And then we just had to pour it away because yeah. it was so awful. But we did meet, meet a lovely Aussie lady called Kim. Yes. Who no, cat. Loved... Cat. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, who was I serving did. us lots of beers. She was. <laughs> didn't, didn't stop on the samples. We, were, <laughs> I mean, we bought a fair amount of beer. Although, yeah, what, <laughs> someone else we were with uh, upset one of the bar staff. Because he, he just the, kept asking for sample after sample. And the guy was sample. like, you're not getting any more samples. And he was like, but I bought so much beer, do you want to see my bank statement? <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. I um, didn't um, know until we went to Bristol, sort of that sample thing was a thing. I just saw it happen so many times. Mm. People were getting mm. little... I'm not surprised see, I, would take advantage of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that. I like that you can try the beer and see if it's nice. But I also like the danger of, like, I'm going to get a pint yeah, of Yeah, of a that. whole pint of this, and, and I don't if, know whether I'm going to yeah, like it or not. And if yeah. it works out, I'm a genius. And if it doesn't, <laughs> as quite often does happen, then uh, I'm a struggler. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, but it was good. And, yeah, I had a lot of strong beer. Like, 8% beer. And like yeah. Seven, there was one side that was, like, 7.6%, and it just tasted like apple juice. It was It was so nice. I was. I said, you could have it with your cornflakes, mm. and you would You would be none the wiser. Yeah, it was... Uh, oh, it was good. And then, yeah, and then I went to this gig and kept on the bit. I had the, the beauty and curse <laughs> of going to a gig is a lot of them offer two-pint cups. No, oh. so I I had I bought a pint and I'd only had a few sips of it and my friend was like, "Do you want another beer?" And I was like, "Yeah, go on then." <laughs> and I was standing there holding these two beers and I saw these two pint cups and I, so I just asked them, "Can I like pour them both into there?" And she said, "That's fine." And I was just standing there. Now, what someone pointed out to me is that me holding a two pint cup looks, looks like, like a... someone holding a normal size <laughs> yeah. cup, and it really does uh, because at this gig last night, crazy events happened. I'm standing there. We were watching over the balcony, waiting for the band to start, and it, it you know... It you, you are hyping this up. Good time. It better not be that you found a penny or something. No, no, no. And I get a phone call. Uh, and I was like, why is my phone ringing? And I looked at it, and it was my friend Aurora. And I was like, why is she calling me right now? So I answered it, and I was like, hello? And I couldn't really hear her properly, because wherever she was was really loud. And it was really loud wherever I was as well. And I was like, hello? And she was like... I can see you, <laughs> and I, so I like looked around, and three of my old school friends, her being one of them, were sat on the balcony on the other side, all here to see the same band, and I was like, what the fuck, this is crazy, so afterwards we went for drinks afterwards as well, so uh, yeah, I consumed even more beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a beer, uh, It was we were at the Cindercombe Social in uh, Shepherd's Bush, and I had a beer called Mimosa, Ooh. and it was very nice. It was they're kind of fruity. Be, they're supposed to be very posh mimosas. Mm. Yeah, it's champagne and orange juice, isn't it? It's Buck's Fizz. Is it? A mo- in ah. mimosa. That's the same thing, yeah. Didn't know that. Um, but the beer was nice. It was, yeah, it was a little bit fruity. It didn't taste anything like a mimosa, but it, it was it was nice nonetheless. But yeah, so that was kind of like a crazy, crazy thing that happened last night. Uh, but the band pup were phenomenal. And I, I was watching a video I took this morning, and I was just like, oh, this is so good. Um... Cool. So apparently, Liverpool Tottenham is on a half past it's four. On a half past four. Half Not past four, four. So we don't have to cut it short. Yes. It's been moved. That's cool. Um, oh, sigh of relief. Yeah. Right cool. She gets for a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, that's good. Um, have we finished this one? I'm gonna look it's a little bit left. You can have that. I, I, I'm going to up a little bit. Do you want some like this one? Mm, no. no, you need to really just have yeah. tiny sips. Yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> well, you're not driving, though, are you? No, I'm not driving, but like. I don't really know my lines as it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, yeah. You're not doing fight scenes, are you? Like, if you're doing that when you were drunk, that'd be... <laughs> you actually just knocked someone out. <laughs> so ben, Ben's in a play. 
I'm in a play. I'm in Frankenstein, uh, which is on at the Abbey Theatre on the 24th till the 2nd of March. If you want to see an alternative twat in person, yeah, <laughs> wait, back, wait backstage afterwards, get into autograph. <laughs> <laughs> we will be selling merch. We probably won't. We won't. Wait, but it so would wait, be cool you... if we could. I am. Um, I still kind of amazed at the t-shirts. Yeah, I keep seeing it and just being like, "What a fantastic t-shirt!" Yeah, and I'm I, in love. And one of the things that it makes me realise is how good our logo is. Yeah. For something that you, you just threw together. <laughs> I did, I threw it together very quickly and I'm very happy with it. I, I did it on some like shitty logo making app on my iPhone. Uh, and I was like, this is, I, it, it was like a temporary thing because I was like, we're well, surely we're going to need to design something properly at some point. Mm. But um, it was worked out quite well. I think being slightly shit is like our aesthetic. It is, yeah. So... And I did, you know, I did one semester's worth of graphic design when I was at university three yeah. years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like our logo. And, oh, as well, very exciting. This is our first ever episode that will come out on iTunes as a new episode. Yes, yes it will. We're on iTunes now. We're making history, boys. Yeah. And I'm here for it. <laughs> it's, it's really fucking surreal and cool. To see our podcast among like all the podcasts I listen to, like Mark Maron yeah. and the Bunny Ears one and, and the Minimalist, and it like, make, makes it feel proper, doesn't it? Four finger discount. Yeah. I have nothing against SoundCloud, but it just feels a bit more like it, we special. Yeah, it feels it? a bit more professional, yeah. and, like official, and it's nice. Um, and it wasn't that difficult to set up. I should have done it a long time ago. I <laughs> thought it was way more complicated. Yeah, I always wondered how all that process works. Um, yeah, it's very simple. And how straightforward. does it work with music? Is it the same way? I don't know. I imagine I don't you think might so. have to be a bit more of a big deal. You might have to yeah. license it and things yeah. like that yeah. so that you can't like steal it. Because I, so I, I took the responsibility for getting us on Spotify, and you will have noticed at the moment we <laughs> are not on Spotify. Good <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, one job, Ben. <laughs> because they, you have to be asked. It's it's one of those things of like you have to have like a hundred thousand listeners before you can get on Spotify. Which if you're trying to turn something into like. A podcasting <laughs> hub is not a very good idea mm. because, like, but I think that's the thing. They're they're still they're really early, and I guess they just want quality content on Spotify at the moment. Yeah, like they've only just started that, doing so. podcasts. So I think it's like yeah, they get handpicked or something, don't they? I think yeah. So. Um, hopefully one day we can make it as big boys. The um, I, so I'm just tucking into the um, FAY beer. Um, the non-alcoholic one and it tastes like biscuits Ooh. it's quite pleasant I'm going to get some of that in a second I'm just finishing this um, what's this one? It's, it's definitely not as nice oh. as any beer you've ever had in your life but, <laughs> do, but you it, want, do you want the rest of this? it's like yeah, a nice biscuity experience I'm um, pleasantly surprised so far actually I must say good I was thinking like, you... oh, what these potions I'm going to have to <laughs> <laughs> so I, do you think that this could be the beginning of you stopping drinking shit beer I don't think it will stop me from drinking shit beer, but I'll start drinking non-shit beer as well. Okay. Yeah, that's. I yeah. mean, because occasionally I drink some shit beer. In fact, yes, on Friday I went. I was in Tesco with my dad because we we sometimes will go because Tesco usually have like a four for six pound on ales mm. deal. So we'll go in and get some, and we got some, and then I was like, you know what, I really want some right now. I, I really want some shit beer. <laughs> and I got a six pack of Coors Light, <laughs> and I I just I, I enjoy it. If you ever want to talk about it, like your masochistic tendencies. <laughs> uh, no, I get, yeah, I used to drink Coors Light a lot at uni. Um, it's actually kind of nice. I mean, it's you know, it's a lager. It's mm. 
uh, you know. It tastes exactly how you you are imagining it right now. And that's yeah. How it, tastes. <laughs> it tastes like blue cold mountains and Jean Claude Van Damme's stiff nipples. Is what it, <laughs> is what it tastes like. <laughs> Oh my god, do you remember those adverts? I do remember those adverts. My cold activities. so cold. <laughs> they... I still love that, you know, the on the front on the label, when it turns blue, that, yeah. when it's freezing, you know, yeah, small I, things, isn't it? I've got, <laughs> got some in the fridge right now, oh. and those mountains are blue. So, <laughs> you know. Um, so, right, hang on. Do you have any questions about American football that you want to answer? Just, it never seems like... Any, every time I see, like, oh, the biggest play you've ever seen in the NFL... Mm. And it always just seems like it's... They they always get tackled. They always get tackled. There's no, like... Like in football, you get someone picking it up on the halfway line, playing it around three or four players, and then scoring a goal. That's you, a very obvious thing. You, you do get that. You, you really do. Like, sometimes, like, there was one thing in this season... Uh, and a player for the uh, New Orleans Saints... Lattimore. Yeah, Lattimore, yeah. yeah. Caught an interception with his arse. <laughs> like so so if uh so you have each team takes it in turns to have the ball um and if you throw the ball and one of the defense players on the other team catches it then that's an interception and it goes back to them and they so you have attacking. to stop and yeah they, they well they can run well. they can if they catch and it they where can they're go, brought they can, down yeah. that's where they start their right. sort of um journey to the other end zone yeah so yeah and uh it, the ball was thrown and it got tipped, so the ball sort of got loose up in the air mm. and came down. And Lattimore was on the floor, and it landed on his ass, just in the cheeks, like, in, like nestled in. Ne- the it did yeah. good. It actually nestled. Yeah, to, in and fairness. then he sort of like grabbed it and like got hold of it, but that counted. Like that, his ass, because the ball didn't hit the floor. Because mm. it landed on his ass, <laughs> and that was like that was insane. That was great. I feel like in American football, as opposed to you know the football that we know, there's so many more like scenarios that can happen. Like mm. I've seen overhead kicks, I've seen volleys from I've seen scorpion. I've kicks. seen scorpion kicks. <laughs> yeah. I've seen I've seen goals. I've seen goalkeepers take a goal kick and it go in. And it, there's not it's, there's no it's sort of um, it can't go any further really, can it? That's it. Whereas you know there was so many last season. I think. Um, you remember Mariota for the Titans? He he was the quarterback. He's, he oh threw the God, ball. Yeah. He threw his own, but he caught his own pass and what? scored a touchdown because so, he threw it and someone deflected it back into his hands. I yeah, think, right. and then he ran in for a touchdown, which is the I first time it never happened. Threw it so high that you like. When I saw the caption on the video, I did imagine him throwing it and yeah. running and then going mm. to catch it again. Because <laughs> yeah, he threw it and it got like hit and went again, sort of went kind of up in the air, and he just caught it and ran it. And it, it, uh, yeah, that was a first playoff game, I think, against. The... It was. It was against the Patriots. Wasn't it Chiefs? Oh no, they played the Chiefs first, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, that was um again like just weird stuff like that. Was there anything else? Lattimore was the there one was that stands lot. out for me. There was um, there was I mean, there was a couple of Eagles plays that were really quite something. There was that one where Carson Wentz, uh, the Eagles quarterback, who is the jersey that I'm wearing right now, mm. um, he, like I remember watching it. And I was standing there, and I was like, "Throw the ball! Throw the throw the ball! Throw the throw the fucking ball!" Oh, well, he's he sort of running in and out. He's sort of circling. Cause yeah, because did a similar thing. He's, as well. he's really like, yeah. good. So in the in the pocket, which is sort of like, uh, you've got an offensive. It's like defense at the top of the trousers. So yeah, so like you've got all these defense players trying to, <laughs> you got all these defense players trying to tackle the quarterback yeah. and stop him from throwing the ball, and you've got all these players on the attacking team trying to stop them from doing that, and he was just sort of dodging it. In and out of all of these players, and I was like, "Just throw it," because I was getting so stressed out. And then he threw it, 
uh, for like a 35-yard pass or something, it was caught, ran into the end zone for a touchdown. And I was just like mind-blown by how good it was. And then um, there was the other one where, again, Carson Wentz, all the defense players sort of got round him and mm. you thought he was down. And then he just sort of emerged out of this like, like crowd of people that he, that hadn't managed to bring him down and like ran forward for another first down. And it was... So you do get some incredible things. I think... Because obviously, you know, we're all, all three of us are big football fans. Yeah. But I think American football has a lot more things that are like... The, the, a, a bit more mind-blowing to watch. But with football... It's like... Like you were saying, like you know, you've kind of seen everything when yeah, it comes to football. Much but to even then, it's, like when something's good, it's, it's good. good. You know, I think a lot of people I, would say to me like they don't like the stop-start aspect of NFL. And when, yeah, yeah I, football, I found that quite boring. Because if you think about it, it's like a football game just being set pieces for the whole game, corners, yeah. free kicks, and that that the whole game being there's that. no rhythm yeah. or tempo. Yeah, exactly. So I get, I get that. I get what people, you know, how people feel that way. But um, one one of the things that I I find is like a man running with a ball. Even if he has managed to not get hit by a load of other men, that's never going to be as beautiful as like a man running with a ball doing step overs mm. and then sort of chipping it into the top corner. And then because they don't have a net, do they? I love no. the net, like the the, the movement of the net when you see that ball yeah. going in the back of the net. Yeah, I do get that. I think yeah, but... Messi is sort of like breaking people's legs and t- turning <laughs> turning people inside out. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's it's slightly true, more yeah. like aesthetically. You know, pleasing yeah. to watch, but but I mean, some of the some of the ways that the ball gets into the end zone sometimes, you know, some of the like the absolute last minute dives that people have to do, like throw themselves into well. the end zone. Like there was, yeah, there was one where, you know, if it's sort of right in the end zone, the defense is really hard to get past um, at that point, and the like the, for the Jaguars, who are both of our second team, yeah, um, they like Leonard Fournette, who's their running back oh, will just jump over the entire defense. Like he just throws. <laughs> he's not, yeah, throws he, he's, himself, he's, like, he's not going to try and barge through. Fournette just 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 dives over everyone yeah. pretty much. Like and then, yeah. And it's insane to watch. Like, yeah. So so I'm just going to have some of this. Yeah, yeah. Go bit. for the non-alcoholic. It's it's doing a weird thing to, where it like I think it's supposed to mimic you know when you get that like alcoholic taste in the back of your throat. Mm. <laughs> so I think that it sort of clings to the back of your throat. Which is quite unpleasant. Was oh, this the non-alcoholic um, yeah. Paula Paula? Uh, yeah, Paula. No. Yeah. So we did we did have that, didn't we? Sorry, yeah, there's so much. What on earth is I that? Just, I, it's because I didn't. I just left your glass on the table. Um, Let me know how you're feeling about biscuitiness, because I think it's quite biscuity. Oh my that god! Is incredibly it smells biscuity. like fake tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I think I'm just happy that it wasn't the other beer, because if I had to drink two of that. Whatever it was, hope or whatever, mm. fun. <laughs> that was no, not fun. Things. Yeah. Fun in the same way that like stepping on a mousetrap in the middle of the night is fun. <laughs> not at all. Stepping on some Lego bricks. The plug, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm just trying to think, sort of, in terms of American football. Um, so yeah, okay, a touchdown is six points. Point after try, which is the kick, gives you seven, makes it a seven. Mm-hmm. Or if you do a two point conversion, it's eight. Field goal, if you if you on fourth down, for example, and you're not you're not gonna get another first down. Like most people, when they get to fourth down, will punt the football. So if they punt punt if they punt it if they punt it, then the ball you know goes right down the other end of the field, and the 
play starts from there, which sets the other team back mm. rather than starting from where they are in the on the field, which could potentially be quite close to the end zone. But if you're close enough to the end zone, um, but you're not going to be able to make it, make another first down, and you don't think you will, then you can go for a field goal, which is three points. Right. I've never seen... So do you do that from open play? Is it is it like... In rugby, where you just try and kick it, or do you? No, it's always st- stop. You can't. You have them, um, so you have you, you know, special you teams units. You can do that though. Yeah, but you, it's just I think it's just a stupid risk to take. You can actually, if you, I think the quarterback can actually um, kick it if you want to. I've seen someone do it yeah. quite a while back. Um, but no, yeah, it's just it's just because if you lose the ball, if you try to go for it, and you lose the ball, and they have sort of like the yardage they could position on the pitch as well. Yeah. So it's a lot of. Playing Madden helps. You should play Madden. That, yeah. that, that taught me a lot of that the rules. That taught me the entire... That taught me all the rules. That's what, yeah, everyone's right. taught me all the rules. It made it more fun to watch, therefore. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think it is a fantastic sport. And I'm really glad that it's becoming a much bigger thing in this country now. It's going to be on BBC One. BBC tonight. One? What, the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's going to be on BBC One, which the, I think is pretty cool. Sky Sports covering it as well? It will be on Sky Sports, yeah. yeah. That's what they do with the Champions League final because they want it to be accessible for everyone. Yeah. They have it on BT and on ITV, so mm-hmm. it's obviously. Yeah, I remember last. Channels. I mean, last year they went really big with the Champions League final. Like, oh. I remember I was in the car coming home from uh, like somewhere up north, so it was a long car journey, and I was watching it on YouTube. They yeah, were, they were I, live streaming it on YouTube. That. So that was good. that was a good game. Um, Real Madrid Juventus. Yeah. Mandzukic's um, overhead kick. Yeah. Fantastic. That's good. That's the kind of thing you want to see in a Champions League final. Like, yeah, you exactly. Know, so, um, Champions League finals on my birthday this year. Oh, nice. Oh. So I might be having a party, or if Liverpool get there, I'll be having a different <laughs> sort of party. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, yeah, I think that kind of covers it, I guess. Covers the That's basics. the rules, yeah. yeah. I think... Um, is there anything about the Super Bowl specifically we talk about? Well, the, the Super Bowl, yeah, <laughs> yeah the Super Bowl I, I is like the advert, arguably yeah. the. I'd say the Super Bowl is probably the biggest sporting event of the year. Full stop. Like I think even with the Winter Olympics this year, the Super Bowl is a bigger thing. But saying that, Winter Olympics is stretched across two weeks, or whatever. Yeah. I would say it's bigger than it's it's bigger than like the FA Cup final or anything like that. You actually would be surprised about some of the. Um... Like the the viewer viewing statistics for football games, yeah. Like a, a Man United Liverpool in the Premier League gets like more viewers than like a, like a rugby final sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually it's incredible. Mm. But this is the, the reason I say that is because because well, I get what you mean. Is it's still yeah because the Super Bowl is so international now as well. Like it's such a big thing in so many places, and it's been really pushed over here in the last few years, which I think has been great because you know we've you know I started watching it four years ago, or whatever. But um, I think. Just because as well, like the adverts, for example, just just the adverts alone, like there's so many adverts and so many big adverts and like super to pay to the money for a Super Bowl advert is ridiculous. Because such an American concept, though, it is, to, yeah. to, like for the one of the biggest things of the Super Bowl to be the, ads. the adverts. Yeah, but it's not just like they have the usual commercial breaks, like they'll be like. They'll stop the play and there'll be like a conversation between like the quarterback and the uh, his coach, and about this conversation is sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's just it's really really over the top yeah. and it's ridiculous. But um, but yeah. yeah, I mean like the amount yeah like I say the amount of money that goes into Super Bowl adverts and the amount of things that like because places or, or companies make Super Bowl adverts specifically. It's an advert for the Super Bowl. Mm. It's not for anything else. Like there's an M M&M's and M's advert that's going to be shown tonight in the Super Bowl that is. Danny DeVito 
Okay, I'm sold. He's he's lying in a pool of chocolate. So at first you just see this like circle with an M, red circle with an M, and then it zooms out and you realise that's Danny DeVito's belly, and he's just lying in this pool of chocolate, and then he just starts like rolling around in it, and it just says Super Bowl, like afterwards, and it's an M and M's advert for the Super Bowl with Danny DeVito because Danny because because the thing is with with Danny DeVito, I think with the Super Bowl because of it's always sunny in Philadelphia, Mm. that's such a big thing like. Especially like as you know, as Eagles fans and stuff like that, um, and I think, and I'm really hoping that in the next series of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they have a the gang goes to the Super Bowl. That would be <laughs> because, as well, I know for a fact that uh, Rob McElhenney, uh, uh Caitlin Olsen, and Danny DeVito are all there because uh, they posted a picture on Twitter of all three of them in the plane together um, mm. last night, saying "See you in Minnesota." And uh, so, yeah, I really hope because that'd be good because they did one when uh, when uh, Philadelphia baseball team got into the final of the World Series. They did an episode about that. Um, so I can't imagine them not doing one. But not oh, to um, sorry, I sneezed. <laughs> not not to bring us away from the Super Bowl. But um, I just wanted to talk about was it Zen Buddha? Oh my good Zen Lord. Buddha. Zen Buddha in, is a is a vegan restaurant in Edgware, which is a the, vegan Chinese restaurant. Um, yes, specifically, and it's um, the so Edgware is the like one of the last stops on the northern line on the tube, and it's just down the road from the station, like two three minute walk. But yeah, vegan Chinese food, and it tastes like meat. It was the nicest Chinese food I think I've ever had. Like so me and I couldn't tell that it was. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell... If you didn't know, you wouldn't be able to tell it wasn't actual meat, I don't think. So me and Brian ordered, like, fish slices. Yeah. We ordered um, steak. We ordered, like, a pork burger type oh, thing. Oh, that pork stuff was good. Um, but I see, you know, we say pork and steak and fish, whatever, but all, it was it's 100% vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we, we went in there, just me and Brian... And uh, we were talking to the waiter guy, and he was like, oh, is it good? Is it good? And we were like, this is incredible. It was just mind-blowing. And then we heard him, like, go back into the kitchen and then, like, say in Chinese, like, oh, they said it was incredible. (laughs) You could just tell in his voice, like, what he was saying to, like, he was telling all the kitchen staff how much we were going on about how much we (laughs) love this food. It was, yeah. And I've had it again since. Um, I had some sweet and sour chicken. And they, I had these, so you know when you go to Chinese you get like duck pancakes. <laughs> they do like a tofu duck pancake thing and it tasted like duck and it had the same texture and everything and it was so perfect. And I just, it, it's mind blowing. So if you're ever in Edgeware. <laughs> Definitely go to Zen. Remember when uh, Phoebe, she bought the, um, those chicken poppers. Oh, those Oh, from the uh, Temple of Satan. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was just mind blown because I was like, if KFC had given them to me, I would not have. Yeah. said anything I would have been like great cheers and yeah. it just really is incredible how much it tastes like chicken it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool how they can replicate that so I am um, yeah so I, I, I was doing Veganuary and that's all done with now it's all over um, and I had a great time I really enjoyed it I thought it, it, it opened my eyes to a lot of things and even now I'm really trying to eat much less meat you had a vegetable curry last night I did instead of having the normal one or the beef chilli the beef chilli sounded and looked really good but I thought I'll have a vegetable curry because the vegetable curry looked really good and it, it was really good it actually. was very nice um, although I did end up in a chicken cottage at like midnight, <laughs> midnight in Shepherd's Bush last night, and I was very drunk, uh, and you know, so that happened. But um, <laughs> but I mean, generally, like I'm still trying to avoid meat, um, 
I had. So Tesco have got this new like Wicked line uh, of food, and it's all vegan, like it's specifically vegan stuff. Uh, and I had a pizza that they, a Wicked pizza, on Friday, and that was really nice. So it was like sourdough bread and or dough or whatever. It was it was really good. So I uh, yeah, still trying to avoid meat, but I am eating it again. So. And I think, you know, I feel a little bit shitty about that, but that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's think, something I'm going to have to live with. I think with, we're I think. all a little bit morally compromised. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, you know. Dan, still eating meat? Still eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> I have no willpower for anything. Let See, that. that was my, that's my problem. I know, especially with food, I have no willpower for anything. I think that's the good thing about Veganuary, though, is because you know it's going to end. Yeah, and it, but as well, that there's so many, there's such strict rules of what you can and can't eat with being vegan, mm. that it, makes it easier it's a freedom of a tight brief yeah so like when I'm like I'm going to try and eat more healthy mm. that's I'm like there's no rules one set. carrot and yeah then I get you know it's so usually I have no willpower but uh, I oh. did I managed the whole vegan thing and give out for Lent as well Lent starts in a couple of weeks you want to do it again I'm not going to do that <laughs> <laughs> and that's because I well I have no reason to do Lent well I don't either but I kind of thought like through your experience as well is that I should give up something because someone was like yeah dude like, give up something for Lent like mm. alcohol and I was like absolutely not but, um, <laughs> but yeah I think yeah even if it's not to do with you know love of animals or health reasons just yeah just a test of your willpower because there's an, I feel like I can't think of many things I would be prepared to give up but maybe it's a good yeah. um, experience to try it because so. that's the thing like before like, I'll be honest before I started the veganery thing I couldn't find it in myself to find empathy for animals like I just couldn't like I'd try yeah and I just couldn't get there in my head mm. uh but there for like environmental reasons uh, I want I, you know I, I really like the idea of being a vegan but through doing it now I have an awful lot of empathy and I can't look at especially raw meat specifically without thinking that was alive you know mm. and it's 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 uh, changed my whole sort of worldview when it comes to meat that is a such a weird concept right not to get too philosophical but the we we are bags of meat yeah they were sitting in <laughs> talking about beer and the nfl and like am I, so like if pigs did a podcast then their flesh <laughs> You could, end, you could end up eating something that was talking about like the latest pig beer or whatever. It's just pig it's, beer. It's weird to me that things can be alive and then they can be dead. Yeah, then, no, I get and that. And then you can eat them. And then you can eat, yeah, because you can't eat a person when they die. No, that's not allowed. You know, that's in fact that's really illegal. Bloody EU. <laughs> Bloody Brexit ruining everything. <laughs> oh God. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'm back on the meat, but I'm being, I'm eating a lot less, and I'm way more mindful. Mm. You said before, like if you, you, there's some things that you could throw some chicken in with, but but you just you don't, could, but you could just to. not, like yeah, pasta, like you could it. just have like a nice sauce of it, yeah, and not put any mince in it. Even I could do that, like those those sort of things. Yeah. It's good and, to, and like just stick some vegetables in it, stick some peppers yeah. and some courgettes or some onions, and just you know. And so often it's like. People add meat because they're like, oh, I want there to be some flavour. It's like, the, the flavour's in the sauce, lads. Yeah, the, yeah, the flavour is, is not in that meat. But oh. also, if you're ever cooking vegetarian food, don't like do something different and have no sauce. Because that, that's quite often what happens, mm. is, is they say, like, oh, well, we need to do something entirely different. I just want what you're having, mm. but with no meat. Yeah. 
That's a good point about the flavour though. Like you can have like chicken. Like say you didn't have any like breading on it. It just doesn't taste of anything. Yeah. So you yeah. could, if you want flavour, you can like just not have meat. That's why I don't really, get people so. that eat like plain grilled chicken breasts. No. I'm like that sounds so boring. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I mean, I mean, there are there are some exceptions. Like I'm not saying there's no flavour in meat because there is, especially when you get something like you know ribs or yeah. a steak or something venison. But at the same time, it's the way you cook it as well. If I mm. boiled a steak, I'm pretty sure that's going to taste pretty fucking rank. <laughs> like, boiled. exactly, right? <laughs> Whereas, you know, you you fry it or, you know, you grill it, whatever, and that's and then you get flavour in it. But, I don't know. There's, um, there's a lot of arguments on all sides, I suppose, in that respect. Um, no, just, just for me. Oh, you gotta go. Yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. What time you got? Well, the rehearsal starts at five. Oh gosh, yeah. You better go there. Yeah. Okay, right. We are going to wrap this up. Yeah. Ben was like tapping his watch, and I was like, "There was fine. We got games on for another twenty minutes." Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, but yeah, I hope that uh, this is our first ever guest. So yep. yeah, guest. And you can't change that now. I will always be the first. The first. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, this is episode seven, which means we are doing better than most. Well, we are. We are one episode away from being of, yeah. better than 75% of podcasts. So yeah, yeah 75% of podcasts don't make it past the seventh episode. So ne- next episode, we are better than 75 You were brave having me on then, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what we needed. We needed uh, like a ride or die situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to it. But yeah, you can find us on iTunes now. Just search yep. Alternative Twats, T-W-A-T. Uh, we also, I think now's a good time to announce our blog... Yes. So we're going to be doing a blog alongside this podcast. Yeah. Um, we'll both be writing stuff for it, and but I'm not going to say the website name yet because it's not ready yet. Um, so I don't want people trying to go on it. But I, I just, I'm so excited for the website name. It's, yeah, it's, it's really so good. We're, we're oh, it's really, not going to be alternative. It's not alternative because we were looking. <laughs> we couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't put the at symbol yeah, in the sure. web address, and we didn't want it to be alternative twats like spelt twat because then it. You know, people searching it becomes like maybe an issue, or whatever. Yeah. Which is why we have a four in our social media stuff. So we've come up with something different, and I think it's really f- like every time we talk about it, we both we just start cracking up. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, by the next podcast, we'll probably have posted on our social media yeah. stuff like that about it. Um, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give talk, it a shout. We'll talk about it next. Give ourselves next a shout. Out. Um, so yeah, that's going to be exciting. I think. But we've got like we've paid for like a full web domain and all that stuff, mm. so you know, um, yeah, it's exciting, and will be fun, I think. It will. I um I definitely <coughs> Sorry. just to evaluate this uh, podcast. I definitely prefer drinking on the podcast than not drinking, <laughs> <laughs> especially when the beers are of such quality that I can taste them. And then I have to go back to my non-alcoholic ones. Mm. That's that's very. Is obsessive. that all the beers that we drink? All the beers. I think that is all the well, beers. I say, um, in, in terms of my education of beer, I quite enjoyed. It. Apart from this biscuity one, actually, I think it's sort of the yeah, well, that is an alcoholic. Yeah, it's an alcoholic. But I, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. You've um, opened my eyes up a little bit, I must say. Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for listening, um, and thanks for helping me try and educate Ben a bit on uh, American football. I don't yeah. think he, I don't think he's too much. I don't. Think, I, I, don't think, I, I still don't, don't really <laughs> care about the NFL. I also but. don't think we did an amazing job. No. But oh well. We it tried. Was, it was fun, and we're very excited about the Super Bowl tonight. Yep. Uh, and this will go up t- today, so this will go up before pre-Super Bowl. Um, so if you want to. You could listen to it while the Super Bowl's on. Or you could listen to it beforehand and get yourself an education about American football. Maybe you could. <laughs> <laughs> um, a poor one, but it's an education yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> um, but also, if you go, if you just search like uh, 
NFL rookie guide or something. They have like short videos that just explain everything very simply um, that the NFL have actually posted. So give it a watch. Um, maybe go um, on an idea. And yeah, we will. I I don't know if you've got anything that you want to tee up for the next episode, but um, not really. No. But we will we, we, we'll talk to it then. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing exciting happening in our, in our lives in the next two weeks. But we um, will tell you about all of the boring things that happen to us. Well, we, we'll have, Valentine's Day will be over. Oh, yeah. That'll be a thing. We're looking into doing something on Valentine's Day yes. for the podcast, which, if we manage to do it, will be very funny and exciting. I it think. will be hilarious. Um, but we don't know, so we're not going to say anything. Ho- hopefully, we <laughs> hopefully, we can, we get, can it. get it. Yeah. But thank you for listening, and thank you, Dan, for being on. Um, it's been it's been a pleasant first guest experience. So oh, yeah, good. Wonderful. Yeah, so thanks for listening, and uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Every just time. Quiet, though, I... <laughs> no, he never see, he never looks at me when he says oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I love you too, even though you weren't looking at me. But I, <laughs> I like, like you both. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do. Yeah. That'll do. <laughs> I could see potential. In <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. But without Dan, I won't be here in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.